So let me let I me throw out with Aldrin. And it's not just sexuality. Like parents disown children as well. You understand? Because if you grow up to be a criminal, okay, so petty, them prefer we they just take you like, money. I but, mean, but if you like, but if you grow up to be a criminal, and I tell myself that is not something I can deal with. The parent has like as a parent you decide I'm walking away from that. Because we like sexuality and sexuality is such a taboo subject. You don't want to think of a parent walking away from their child because of their sexuality. But if it is in direct conflict of who I am and what I believe, and we cannot get to a common middle ground, the best thing for me to do as a parent, or the best thing then for you to do as a child, is to walk away. Can and I- it sounds harsh. And it sounds but it's no different okay. than walking away from any other relationship that doesn't serve you in the capacity that you need to serve. We have this because we have, we hold our parents to a different because it's if the that's biological one, connection a, and then the right. divine and side figure, of it which comes from religion. And, I'm Christian. and you figure that is the one place you're supposed to get unconditional love. But unconditional love is a myth because our unconditional love is still based on our own biases. Yes, Jade. Yes. Because if I have a problem loving you because you are gay, then as a parent, that is not unconditional love. Yeah, that's not. But that's not. I suppose love you with it, through it. Unconditional love is presupposed. Like God has unconditional love for us. We love people based on our biases. That's not everybody. Some of us develop. Here's the here's the here's the part here's the part where we confuse it too. There's 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 love and then like I was saying earlier, there's tolerance. You can have unconditional love with conditional tolerance. I love you no matter what exactly. because you literally came from yes. me. My DNA is yours. I can't tolerate unconditional acceptance. It was it was the same with respect exactly. yeah exactly. Two different things. so while there may be the possibility no matter what you do no matter i will love you i cannot accept a close relationship with you yeah. on the basis of these conditions and that is what creates that difficulty and not only in parent-child relationships but in all relationships because we expect to be loved no matter Can what and we think that the love comes with every other thing the acceptance the tolerance the respect the loyalty everything there are conditions to those other things by some people my only thing from, sorry, uh, my only thing from what we said, and I totally get like, it is the same as relationships. We can just walk away and cut it off for the better of ourselves. But why should that be an option to begin with? Like for me, like I'm in a place where I've come to the conclusion where I might have to, like, because things still aren't great. I have to live by set rules. Fine. I'm still myself to a degree, but whilst I'm, at home with my parents it's not all that and i have to hide a sense of myself but if i was to bring someone home i generally think that's going to be game over i generally because that was what was said to me when i first told them it was like yeah you're fine as long as you don't bring someone back we have no problem and i was like okay fine Hmm. but why do i have to remove myself i get i want to be happy i you know so if i have to i'm within myself to go i'm not going to find it here i'm gonna move on like i but i want it to work with my parents i want families to find that middle ground where both can come together before you walk away because Because sometimes the middle ground be broken because sometimes the middle ground isn't isn't enough 
because 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 what they might be presenting to you is their version of a middle ground and it's not enough for you yeah because because their 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 thing is going to be again from their own perspective this is as much as i can tolerate yeah, and that came, yes. comes back to what I said earlier was, why can I be told that I'm wrong, but I can't say to them, you're you wrong? You can't say that. You choose not but to. But in these situations, well, I can't. But it's, 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 I think, like, I'm looking at it as choosing not to, because telling them they're wrong comes with acknowledging the fact that if I tell you you're wrong, I'm going to not... Maybe wrong is the wrong way yes. to use, but I think you know what I meant. You know what I meant. They need to have the willingness, and unfortunately, not everyone mm -hmm. does. Like, I've been out three years now, had one conversation, and that was the day I came out. That was it. There is no willingness to talk about it until we had an argument two Christmases ago. Hmm. Because uh, it was to do with a song, uh, Fairy Tale of New York, if anyone knows it. Uh, and it was used in a Christmas special uh, of a programme. And it contains the word faggot in it. Now, I'm not typically offended by it. But America um, in but the America issue is a problem. Like, in the UK, it's a problem. The issue is, like, the song itself, uh, the guy who wrote it admits in an interview that he used as a slur against the Pet Shop Boys because he hated mm. them. So that was issue number one. The second issue in the UK, like I said, I don't have a major issue with the word. I call it myself because I can. Mm -hmm. I can. Exactly. You can't. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> but... <laughs> but yeah. At the same time, I've got close friends that they would say it and I wouldn't bat an eyelid because I know they don't mean it in that way. But I have been in a bar where people have sang that song, looked directly in my eye and said it then. And I'm like, oh, you want to go? <laughs> Obviously, I'm not going to start a fight. That's not who I am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so that was a conversation. Cool. They were talking about it quite insensitively mm. and they just hadn't realized and i was on the table with them and i was quiet and it was then directed to me oh you're awfully quiet and i was like you wonder um, why i just don't think this is the most sensitive way to handle mm -hmm. it you won't talk about if it was a subject of race mm -hmm. if someone that of that team. race was right. in the room you wouldn't be having this open discussion about it so why are you doing it whilst with me on the table mm -hmm. and then it kicked off and it was like, well, you don't have to go off. And it's like, I'm not going off. You've asked me now for an opinion. I've just gone, I get what you're trying to say. You're just handling it quite insensitive. And I'm right here. Then my middle sister had to jump in. It was like, it doesn't mean that. Get over yourself, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, great. We never had a conversation about it afterwards. It took me to go home and then go to my eldest sister's house for a conversation to start. Oh. And this was Boxing Day. Wow. Well, the day after Boxing Day, because we'd gone home. So then it was thrown at me that I was the one who hurt them because I decided I went to stay at my sister's and not come home. And I just went, I was angry. I was confused. I was hurt. I only went there so I could have space for a night before trying to broach this conversation with you. You have now pulled me aside, thrown it all at me. Granted, they apologised and went, we have now done a research and actually what you said is actually factual i was like thank you because my ending of our argument at my other sisters was well i'm the one in this family who is i think i kind of know right. 
And I wasn't trying to say that they were wrong. It was just a case of I was now being told that I was wrong mm. because it's also who I am. Right. So there wasn't that willingness to hear my yeah. side. Later, because I had hurt them, because I removed myself from the situation and gone elsewhere, were they then willing to have that conversation? Right. But I generally think if I hadn't have gone to my older sisters, I wouldn't have had that conversation. Yeah. Mm. Um, we took you, like, I think we, we, we yep. had you longer than I longer told you than we were going to have it. <laughs> It's but, fine. I've enjoyed yeah. it. I really, I, I know I can come off as that wasn't the intention. I'm not offended by any of you. Like, I'm making this clear. Everything that was said here was from a place of love and yeah. understanding. I, I'm not going to any of you. You're and, wrong. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for sharing because I think in a West Indian space, we only see things through the eyes of the parents and how it affects like mm. the adults and not through the loneliness and the confusion and the absence of guidance that the children themselves experience, especially mm. in a religious household and how it feels like there are no options. So I'm like, so in awe. And I think I, I grew to love you a little more. Like, I'm in awe of you, like sharing that and being so open and like not defensive at all to listening and sharing and kind of enlightening us too yeah true because there are things i didn't even think of when you were speaking i appreciate it um but i feel the same about you guys because every to oh. me it's just been a very open conversation everyone's just cut we all have different backgrounds mm. and we haven't tried to hide at least i hope i haven't come across like i've been trying to understand your backgrounds because i don't mm. a the biggest factor in the room is I'm white, <laughs> so I will never truly understand. You're white? Yeah, oh, oh, no. I know. <laughs> I'm as cracker as they come. But, <laughs> but, and then different countries. Like, I know I'm UK. Jade, are you still yeah, in America? Yeah, and you guys are out in Dominica. Like, everyone has a different perspective yeah. because of the way they grew up. Do you yeah. get what I mean? So it's just... I've enjoyed just having an open conversation. I've learned more about you when you guys were saying in society, it's still very much a like a no-go area. Whereas for me, I could walk down the street and you are the one in the wrong if you okay. are that no-go area, right. if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. 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 Well, Thank you. Like you're the one deemed, I'm lucky to be in a place where most people are like, how are you not with it yeah. yet sort of thing. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for having me. We love you and viewers. I love you guys too. Um, Thank you for coming. If, yeah, if you if you're we're hoping that these conversations um help you or help you help someone else because they're important. And it's 2021. We should not be alienating people if they are not hurting others mm -hmm. at this point. Love is love. love. Is love. And it's one of my favorite yeah, it's things not, it's not hurting you it's not affecting your day-to-day -day life get over it listen though this part was hard because i'm going let me tell you why it's hard because like based on dick. the conversation based on the conversation you guys are having i'm feeling as a parent what do you mean because have you seen your daughter 
But here's the thing, from the outside looking in, from the inside, based on the conversation we're having, as opposed where we're saying we are, you know, we have to make these children make all those decisions that we have to come down to their level and whatever. I'm failing because what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to put as much as myself, I'm preparing my daughter for the outside world. Based on but, you've seen it. But I'm also trying to put as much of myself in her as possible. Mm -hmm. So her guiding voice, her guiding light, because I can only guide her based on my experiences. experiences. You can't judge you for that. You understand but what I'm the saying? mere fact that you and say that is proof that you're not failing as a parent. But Jade, it's easy for you to say mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. as on the outside looking in. Okay. in this situation raising your child because i don't have a blueprint you understand i'm raising my where child at it? the intersectionality of where you put it huh where you put it where i put what the blueprint. <laughs> but that's what i'm saying i don't have one so i'm yeah. raising her at the intersectionality of what my parents taught me and what i am learning and i am still i am still navigating that space you understand? I am still learning as I am going along. So I am responsible for a human being and I'm trying my best to ensure that I am providing her with enough guidance that she makes the correct decisions. But I am still learning on that path. Listen, so even it is I, hard. Doing, so the important thing at this point, the important thing at this point is just for you to understand that all you're missing now is that avenue into the child's mind. Ask her how she experiencing and their perspective and what they're seeing and experiencing. You can speak from your experience, but if all you do is speak from your experience, it doesn't have context. No, when you speak from your experience in relation to what the child is going through, then even if you're trying to impart a lot of yourself, your ability which is natural because you've already imparted the most fundamental part of yourself to that child, which is your DNA. And child is essentially observation, you are in her. So that's because she's observing you and you're her only blueprint. You are her blueprint. <laughs> but so, so yeah. that is so that is perfectly fine, and you're not doing anything wrong. All you require, and I, I I'm only saying that in into just generalizing the concept. I don't know whether or not you're doing it. I would assume that you are. If not, that's something you need to do. Allow your child to talk to you from where they are and bring yourself down and just understand. Just allow the child to share. And, and don't, don't listen from the perspective of a person who is trying to train the person. Because then all you're going to do is gauge what's right and what's wrong and rectify what's wrong and try to not really hype up what's right too much, but just to say, yeah, okay, you're doing right. Because you don't want to raise them up too high that they get above themselves. That's natural with trainers. What you want to do is listen from the perspective of a person, just a human being who's just hearing human. the experience, the life experience of another human. And then when you find things that will need a little bit, that you can give. Listen, and, and, like and I get you what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But it's hard. You but you see, you see, I am mother, hear me raw. And you wanting to make everything right in your child life, it makes it hard to listen from that unbiased yeah. perspective. Yeah. But that, it makes it 
it makes it doubly hard when you're a single parent and mm -hmm. most of what that child is getting is you because if Jaka, she has my dna the good and the bad parts and we hate to see the bad parts of ourselves reflected in other people you know i don't like to say it bad anymore we have productive and we have unproductive parts no, no, I, I, I'm going to be honest. It's the bad parts of me because sometimes my mouth, I allow my mouth to be my weapon of mass destruction. It's but the bad part. It's about context. Each Jade, I telling you about me. You understand? Because I don't see your mouth as an issue out of in context. You don't know me. You don't know me well enough to know that. That's, been, that's what it is. Making me hungry, boy. <laughs> and I know myself, and she does it to me as well. There are certain sisters, and it's like. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? It's like, my kid said that to me. I was like, so this is what it, this is what it feels like when I say it to other people. But this is a learning as you go along. And you're hoping the bad parts of you, you or you're hoping they see enough good parts to counteract the bad parts. Yeah. And you're hoping that what you teach them because it have what we teach them and it have what they see. So you're hoping what they see because mm -hmm. our children pay attention to us. More than we know. More than we know. Because the they want to say and they have been observing us before That's they can why. talk. Right. So we are hoping the parts of ourselves that they do observe are in fact the parts of ourselves that we want them to observe and the parts of us that we are okay with them carrying. That is the beauty of parenting exactly development because now you begin thinking of everything that you do consciously subconsciously mm -hmm. and unconsciously in terms of what is but another person's me. perception of me through these actions and what are they learning to portray from looking at me because let's say somebody tried to mess you up you hit them with the mouth. Your child saw that interaction. She copied it in relation to mm -hmm. you when you tried to mess her up from her perspective. If she feels it necessary to meet you with that energy when you bring that, here's the other side of the thought process that you've been thinking. What energy are people meeting me with mm. when I come to them with that? And is that a, a cause or an effect of the interactions that I have that might not go the sweetest way. So now you start looking at it that maybe, hmm, maybe the reason why I'm having so many arguments with certain people is not because they not listen and they know, but because my energy towards them that charges my responses and I have to give them the more. Mm. That is what starts it. Because that's what started it with the child. Now you begin a process of self-development, which not only you help, which not only helps you to be a better parent, but helps you to be a better or more controlled person. And it's not taking away anything from who you are, because when you need the mouth, it's there. When you need to hit them with the one two, it's there. You just know, let me meet the situation with a certain energy. Therefore, I can get that coming back to me, so I don't have to give you that. Like a partner of mine told me, and I, I started using it now, Snoop Dogg always said the moment he changed his life and he realized, everybody know I'm a gangster. Everybody know I'm big crip. 
But if I come in the club with that energy, that's when guys are going to try to step to me. So rather than being Crip Snoop, I became Uncle Snoop. I love everybody when but I come in the club. Like, that's the energy people start meeting. You know not to test it because it's there, but I'm not going to throw that at you. I'm just going to be chill, be cool, and meet you the right there. So now, not only do you do that for the world, you do that for your child. And now they learn that's how and I, I deal with situations. So it's, it's, it's a two-way street. Not only are you building a life, you're building yourself. And that's the journey that I think parenting takes, which is why I'm excited to one day have a child. <laughs> one day. Far from now. I think because day. I... Because Why? I, I think because grow. I grew up, I've grown up and I have taught my whole life. I started teaching when I was 16. I've been responsible for kids my whole life. So I have observed, been around, been educated about kids without the parenting lens. So I have always had to stoop down. I've been on the chair. Like when, when children talk to me, I, the first thing I do is, is stoop down so I can be eye level. I don't want the child to look up to me because... The first thing they're going to do is like you is like you forcing them to feel like they don't matter from the beginning. Like look up to me, listen to my words, you are below me. They are literally just tiny humans who were born in a different year than me. So they deserve the respect of a human being. Like because so I stooped down, I talked to them and I listened. And that's when I realized like, yo, kids observe the world so differently and they observe so much more than adults are aware. And if, if adults are aware of how children look at them, parents' hearts would break because parents have this, this idea of who their child is and what their child thinks of them. And that is very different from who the child actually is and what they actually think. Because we... F- but it's also... At the same time, yes. you have to manage the it's give and take of that, for example, when you see the videos of the teenagers in here it's in America, there's a child mom, that do have respect for no. They don't have that balance because they do so much to respect the individual. They negate the part of the parenting. Yeah, because but the part of respect is I respect you, you respect me too. But there are also designations of responsibility. So it's my responsibility. So you must create that balance. There's a need for punishment and there's a need for being stood, but there's also need for being understanding, having an open ear. But it's also understanding that you're not parenting in a vacuum. You're parenting and life is happening around you. Mm-hmm. You are parenting and you are at a stressful job. You are parenting and you are in a shitty relationship you are parenting and you're in a shitty country it is and it's something i've always said eh? like as a parent i have a lot more respect for parents now because it's easy to say oh i will never i wouldn't i'm not going to no 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 life comes at you fast mm. but that's adulthood though all of that okay so where does adulting happen? Like adulting okay, so is that? Adulting, adults in, adults in, there's adults in and there's parents in because I can adult without parenting. It's too complicated. No, what I'm saying is adulting to me, according to me, is doing those things that are super hard and measuring your intentions, weighing your actions 
and not just going with life and like, okay, I have to do that. I do that. Okay, I have to do that. Sometimes adulting is life is hard. Life is happening around me, but I am still responsible for this person. And I have, I am forced to control my responses and my feelings. Yes. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a constant practice. So it's like, thank you. Jade, that is easy. I don't, I can't hear you, Josh. That is easy to say outside of the situation. Yeah, I think it's easy. You understand? For... It's easy. So you it's must create that knowledge. There's like info punishment and there's info being there's also experience. Experience. Oh, I Okay, let me, okay, let me tell you that. A lot, it's a lot easier. Is it? Have those conversations when you've had certain experiences. It the same way when you have, imagine you, how you're feeling with one child. As a teacher, you have 30 children. And a lot of parents like to say, don't come and pass your stress on my child. But they will pass their stress on their child. And they, we, they feel like as a teacher, you're supposed to measure yourself, take care of yourself, whatever is going on in your personal life, your job shitty, your relationship shitty, that should not affect how you treat my child because it's mine. But they cannot translate that same principle to their self. And the teacher is supposed to have 30 children that they have no authority to discipline. And the children can do whatever they want. They can be, the principal can stress them out. They have how much work, they have how many classes, their husband making them vexed, they don't have money. And that they're supposed to still be pleasant and do their job and treat their children with kindness every single day because teachers spend way more time with your children than the parents. And therefore- every single day and that is and that's but what i'm saying is it is so i'm not talking like someone that don't have no interaction with children i'm not saying that jade that's not what i'm saying you understand that's not and if that come if it if that's the way it comes off then i apologize because you understand but it is to put myself in check okay no what i'm saying is I'm not saying no, it's different when you're responsible and you have to live and die by what they do and they can turn around and be ungrateful. But I'm saying it's not as impossible as we're trying to say because we expect it from teachers. Because the one bad day a teacher have, we're ready to eat them. The one bad day we're ready to go. I don't expect it from teachers because I'm a parent and I know how hard it is as a parent. You understand? And... I don't get to turn it off as a parent, unfortunately. Even at work, I am a parent. When I am out with my friends, I am a parent. When I am in a relationship, I am a parent. And I don't get to turn off as much as I would like to, as much as I've tried. I don't get to turn off parenthood when it doesn't serve me. Apparently. Some days I've been a shitty parent and I can acknowledge that. And I've but been that's like, fine. What? And I've been like, you know what, Jackel? I can't do it right now. And sometimes you're in a no. terrorist. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. But there was terrorism child, from us, though. No, no. As a child, imagine in that moment you needed me the most. And nothing else I say going to change the fact that in that moment you needed your mother. She wasn't the mother that you needed. That is and wild. 10 years from now, Boy. my books 
on that moment <laughs> that your mother because because the reality is mm. we seen it happening now mm. you write books and think pieces my mother was a terrible human being um moment, okay let me, let me her, because the moment i needed her the most she wasn't there for me but I okay earlier i shared I, there was a moment i needed my dad and he wasn't there and i and that moment those two years does not define his his importance and the magnitude of a good that he is that is you jade but no but you that is children again that is us that is us putting our bias in this situation you can now say in that moment you can see it for what it was you understand like you can take it from what it was and see it as okay it doesn't take less it doesn't make him less of what he was for you and that is you my child might see it in that moment and that was the worst you know why after that charlene ever holds weight the statistics of that happening are very low you know why because if you are consistently good, it is easier for a child to forgive an anomaly. But if but the again, anomaly is the norm, by who's consistently by good hers, by like standard. by hers. No, but that's, that's what why Gav, what Gavin is saying. I can say I'm consistently good as a parent. But that's why you need to talk to your child. Our parents sat down and did their best consistently with us. And now we can still have these conversations and say, my father fell short X, Y, and Z. No, as a parent, you have to be strong and you have to understand and not take it as an indictment to not feel some type of way we're probably in your lowest moment your why child not? is now bringing that up and saying why not but in that moment he wasn't a good parent why not you understand That's what i'm thing, saying but you feel like parenthood has to be you have to be strong you have to hide this there is a time i can like i don't think well i'm not such a parent yet but it's so powerful in my head if there was a time my father flare up or my mother flare up at me when I needed them. Because this is as much as we think we are supposed to protect our children. children. Children are very protective of their parents. When you cry that their child can die and they just want to like kill everything to make their mother or their father stop crying. So if you are having a bad day and a bad reaction, and yes, it hurt me because I needed you. If the next day you come to me, it's like, oh my God, I am so sorry because I was going through something. Mommy was going through something really hard and she couldn't be the mommy that I that you needed. Did you need me yesterday? Did I hurt you? How did you feel? And we talk about it. You think I'm going to remember the flare up? I'm going to remember your humility after. I'm going to remember the time when, oh my God, my mommy's a human. She was sad. You raise the awareness of grace. That is when your child starts to give you grace is when you show humility and vulnerability to your child. So your child starts to see you as a human rather than somebody I cannot relate to who always write to have all the answers and just waiting to prosecute me when I do something wrong. They see like, mommy can mess up and I'm going to treat her good. So when I mess up, she's going to treat me good too. We are both humans. It's just that she's further along in that journey than me. And we don't give children the benefit of the doubt. We feel like if we ever mess up, the children will never respect us. And that's not what it is. 
when we can mess up and come and say, I did something wrong and we show them how to deal with when we mess up. That's all parenting is, is to show them how to be human. Because if you as a, like we, we punish children for not being able to control things that we as adults cannot even control ourselves. We want kids to be good every day. We want them to, when they're frustrated and they cry or they throw a tantrum, we punish them. We hit them. Sure. When we ourselves, if we are having a bad day, the last thing we need is somebody to be harsh to us. But when mm-hmm. our children are having a bad day, what happened to you now? Don't come there with that attitude. Instead of teaching them how to work out over... One of my biggest issues with parents, especially in the Black community and especially, especially in the Caribbean, is the way we handle... The sadness and depression of our children. To black parents, to Caribbean parents, it is impossible for you to Why? be depressed. What? I've given you everything. What do you, you have to happy. be sad about? You're in school, you have food, you have shoes and clothes. What do you have to be sad about? The same thing. You have, you to have be everything. Sad about, mommy. The fact that you just not feeling your best. The fact that you just wake up this morning and the clothes just hanging over. Sometimes you just feel like you're not looking pretty today. But we are only now having types of conversations. I'm mad, man. You know how many times my mother tells me I'm the most handsome young man in the world? And I wake up (laughs) feeling like an ugly dog. I can't stand with But Gavin, that comes from the place that (laughs) now we're having those conversations. Right, and those more and to happen more. more and more often because parents, the reason my parents never wanted to accept the fact that children can be depressed is because they would immediately start thinking it was their fault. And the last thing that a parent wants to yep. feel like they do is Our failing. senses of selves are too fragile that as parents. Problem. That's the problem. Not just yeah. as parents. Like huh? as a parent, as just as parents. As people, people. in that period. Think of, think, of, think, of, think of parenting as a job and then think of your job. How many times have you failed on your job? Many. Sometimes you drop the ball, you know what you needed to do. Maybe a little lazy or negligent or something. It doesn't mean you got fired. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't mean you got fired. If you have your little failures as a parent, it doesn't mean that you've immediately lost your child or that they're going to turn into a rotten egg. You just had a mishap. There's a way to deal I'm with sure your mishaps them. and to correct them and be better with the humility of knowing that this is a sorry this is a mistake this is something that i need to rectify and if i know that my child is aware of that and i need to show my child my awareness of that the place the time when my i think my parents broke through in how they raised us is when they started talking and having conversations and accepting our input and i could say daddy i didn't like the way you handled that i know i messed up but there's a better way to deal with me on that they say, yeah, I understand. I was wrong. I'm sorry. But but this is what you do. And then we think, and then we talk, and then guess what? Okay, my brother, respect, love you. And then we yeah. continue living life perfectly. And that and, and the thing is, what we usually do as parents, I'm not as a parent, fathers. let me just talk for them. They wait until their yeah. children are adults to start that. Yep. Start with the babies. Understand when you probably you yell at the child and in front of them. Babe, I'm sorry for yelling at you. I didn't mean it, but Pops was just a little frustrated dealing with some other thing. But that you is didn't the, do anything. That is the emotional awareness that we have now that 
they were not even allowed to have they didn't know they didn't have it you understand so is is like which is why we can forgive them yes and no (laughs) i can forgive i can can forgive forgive because i know i can forgive it it love things i would want my children to forgive me for exactly no i I know i check it as if it's half but, your clothes, I see. Yeah, yeah half his face. But you see, it is the forgiveness is available I because I like to see your face. you can have that conversation with them and they can acknowledge where they were wrong. So in that aspect, we can forgive. But imagine I telling you you did that and you like. But then you have a relationship and you cannot say sorry and you cannot you cannot receive what your partner is telling you because you grew up seeing your parents do things that felt bad to you, but because they felt they were right, they were like, eh, your perspective doesn't matter. Across the board. So and then we do that and we replicate that behavior. Forgiveness that I need to give my parents, it just doesn't carry across. It's a lot of like, and again, we can have these conversations because we're more open, we're seeing things that were taken for granted, we're learning, we're... so we can have these conversations. And we are hoping that our children judge us on these experiences that we're currently having, not on the experiences that they will have. Because, I yes. think we have to be accepting because, that because about our parents, they're going to think about us too. No, not always, you know, because in your mind, you're currently doing the best thing. Yeah. What is what is the no, but you are still doing best better than your parents. But that's just how society evolves, and we have to accept that is just our current role in the string of humanity. Our parents did much better than their parents did. Because when you listen to them, they're like, I could have never do the things you were doing with my parents. So they built on what they had. We are building on what they have, and we're never going to have the perfect formula. We're just going to do our best. But what we're doing now, hopefully, is better than what they did. And then the generation before, after us, going to do better than we did. And that's just it. We just have to accept this is our role. This is where we can reach. And we hope for the best. And we hope that we give them a springboard to do better the next time. We're not the absolute best. Like, I don't even know if I am the absolute. All I know is, as far as knowledge has come, this is what I can contribute. This is what I can do. And it might not be the best, but I am open to receiving and I'm open to hearing. And the that's, most important thing, thing for me when I have a child is to check, how are you experiencing mommy? And what parents don't realize, babies, as they come out from you, they can feel anxiety. Babies feel lonely. Babies feel scared. Babies feel irritated. So a lot of time when they cry, we think is bottle or tete or they shit or whatever. A lot of times they cry because they 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 in a new environment, they were in a little sack of water and or they're in a big bed, they're feeling lonely. Sometimes they cry because they just want you to touch them. Sometimes they cry because they're bored. And we don't think that the little people have those emotions. They have the same scale of emotions that we do. And where they get it from is from us so babies feel anxiety and especially if you're in a in a house and you're frantic and you stress like the mother stressed out the father stressed out babies 
very sensitive to emotions. And we know that and we still just fuck up. <laughs> because it's human nature. And then we come and then when they cannot control their emotions, we beat them. We read all the books and we do all the things we say we're not going to do and all the things and all the things and oh, that old wife still and in the moment when you have the crying baby and you're so frazzled and you're like but that's what I'm saying this is where adulting comes in I hand Jacqueline over I hand Jacqueline over if I knew that my parents had a problem with Jacqueline a long time I hand Jacqueline over because I'm like I cannot do this like she crying, I do everything that I'm mean, supposed to, or I do everything I'm supposed to, and she's but crying. That's where, that's where oh. self awareness comes, though. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, you okay? You, but you see, now we can have the conversation. Now we can have the conversation and say it's self awareness. Mm-hmm. In the moment, it doesn't feel like self awareness. It feels like you're failing. I I, and you know what? And society is that, that is mothers a lot postpartum and all of that comes in yep. imagine as a parent doing all the things the books tell you the scientists the psychologists is all the things that they tell you you're supposed to do and you do it and you're still not connecting with the child the way you're supposed to it still does it you're still so you hand and you're watching your parents that didn't do all the shit you were doing and it easier you're going for to them feel to like a failure. You're going to feel like because this is you're supposed to do this. If you do this correctly, then this will happen. And if you do this correctly, then this will happen. And you're doing all these things correctly. But they think they're saying it's supposed to happen. Little did you know your parents went through that same experience when they it's had still, it's still it's still not yeah, happening. I think it's but about Jed, in the moment that is not what you are mm-hmm. paying attention to. Is the anxiety you're and not, you know it's the anxiety that brings that. Because until you have a conversation with your mom, your mom didn't tell you she struggled with you. It's so only you recently I found out like the, the the magnitude of how much I never had that conversation with my mother. You my know mom. who that had that conversation with me? My grandmother. Wow. Now imagine as a parent, huh? Not not Malkasi, <laughs> but like <laughs> having a hard time, like having new woman not being present. able to connect with you, like. My grandmother would tell me, like, at half time, is my mother would hold me, my father would hold me, and they'll be trying to comfort me. Is she that would have to take her and lie down? And you understand? Now, imagine if you had a conversation with your parents, and your parents said, Charlene, you know, there were some days I just couldn't get it. No, 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 no. Now we're having those conversations. And now we hope we can have those conversations. But when I had my daughter, I didn't have that conversation. I didn't know that. So it's like all these things that are supposed to come to me in Italy. It didn't. I'm supposed to be able to soothe my child and I can't. None I'm supposed to be able to comfort it. my child and she's crying and I did and I did all the things. That's not what the books tell you. The books hmm. tell you you're so it, it it's going to kick in. Was it written? The was it written by a man? Instinct kicks in. The everything you read, everything you read is a lie. Again, the information you have now and the information you had 10 years ago is different. True. True. Is it true? Mother okay. Kicks so then, mother was breast milk. So <laughs> imagine now dealing with that in the moment, and you're like, "Yo, I'm, I'm, I've just started and I'm failing," because the the simple thing of comforting my child, I cannot do. 
But here's the thing. I believe it's important to have to have a, a place or something that is a a a, a, a basis like a like a foundation. For example, you as a parent, you as a parent, when you see you going, when you see you failing, like to have a point of regrouping, like to yeah. have whether whether is whether is church, whether is religion, whether is. But Your that only happens when you have people who are open and willing to have those conversations. But it's no, no, we, no, no, we, no, we have in the For conversation. For a long time, I was the only one of my friends at the time that had a child. So it didn't have, other than my parents and older people, it didn't have anybody in my age group I felt like I could go to and have that conversation. Now imagine telling your parents you have postpartum at a time when people don't even acknowledge postpartum is a thing. It's just <laughs> Oh, shall not check your child? Post what? Yeah. <laughs> you understand? Again. So now we can cultivate these, these spaces and now we're trying our best. Yeah. And see like, yo, okay, I could have done this differently. No. But 10 years ago, we didn't have that. 15 years ago, we didn't have that. True. So I am still basing my advances with my daughter. What I am learning now but things I did 10 years ago that I probably shouldn't have been doing. So while I can hope she forgives me, I can also understand the hard time she will have forgiving me. Because she can't she if you don't ask for forgiveness. Because she will be operating from a space where my mother was supposed to know. But if you, because but again, you it's, not, it's not the end of the world. Huh? It's not the end. Ask her for forgiveness. Yes, Jade. I'm not saying no, but in the moment... Like, now we can say it's not the end of the world because the moment has passed and you survived. No, what I'm saying is it was it was painful, but for you, the way to stop <laughs> its effects in her adulthood is to address it now. Even if it happened 10 years ago, the way to stop it from having any further effect or power over her adulthood is to address it now. But that is also putting my bias on her thinking that she even it's a weird like for instance i did it with her when her father died Mm -hmm. i felt like she was going to be missing something but she couldn't be missing something that she didn't know was supposed to exist Mm. so i am asking for forgiveness so i'm doubling up on something that in my mind she missed and she didn't. So just ask her. Is yeah, but 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 missing something or not missing something doesn't mean you're not missing it from your life. But that is my bias I put in onto her. So the best mm-hmm. way to know what you think of is just ask her. And you do because I've had those conversations with her, and. It's like, no, mommy, it didn't, it didn't matter. It didn't, it, no, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. But then, and maybe it's just me happening with that you still feel like I wasn't able to give enough of a, like, or put that in a position that it was so important for her that she realizes it missing, if what I said making sense. Nah. It's a lot of pressure to navigate so, parents with it. Don't mm. miss in. That is what I'm saying. So on the outside looking in, it's easy to say, oh no, 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 no. But when you are in it and you're trying to navigate this, 
and dread yes it is just give it like i understand what you say yes because even in our adult lives the conversations we're supposed to have with the people around us we're not having much less for you to go down to a level to meet the child and have the child that have conversations with the child at that level we don't always do it it's easy for us to say have the conversation as adults, so many of us even having the conversation. It's not about okay. I shouldn't say just have the conversation. It's never too late to foster an environment where conversations are possible. So it's not about just going home and saying, "Oh, that time, whatever, whatever." It's little things like talking casually about stuff, sharing with her some of your failures. Like, it don't have to be the center of attention. It don't have to be about her, but it's just about humanizing yourself to her. To the point where she feel comfortable. Yeah, I think, and I think that that's solving a lot of problems because if if you grow up feeling like as an individual, then when you get older, it might be easier for you to understand that all what your parents did not give to you is a, as a result of where they were at the time. So mm-hmm. if, it's like if if you if you get any respect from your parents that I cry now because of something I want, they don't understand, but they respect me as a parent, at least I can respect them later on, even when they might feel like they lack, but I can respect them to say, okay, you know what, you're a person and you could fail or you could miss something yeah. and then I can pick on from there as well. We were I think it's like, a, yeah, I think a good training. Up together. Yeah, I think it's a good training to let them know that you know more than them, but it's not like you're controlling them, you're guide, yeah. more guiding them. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know how many times I tell my child I brought you into this world that I can take care of? <laughs> because I, you know how many times you yourself hear it? No, my parents never told me that. Papa God. So with that, Charlene, you want to wrap up and tell everybody bye? Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, no, honestly, we need a rar. Thanks for listening. No, 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 no. Let him be. <laughs> Remember, you can Let find it be. us on podcast. Oh you can find us on the Digicel Go Loud app. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, we about that. So thanks for tuning in. Feedback. <laughs> Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Um. Bye. Thank you. See you guys. Thank you so much. Love you all. Only fellas for to send you. Whoa! Gavin, I did. <laughs>